On today's show, Damian Lillard is going to the Milwaukee Bucks. Who saw this coming? What does Dame and Giannis look like together? What happened to the Miami Heat? What do they do now? Did the Blazers get a good trade? So, so much. So much to talk about on today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On NBA your first listen every day or in the middle of the day when a Damian Lillard trade happens, a Woj bomb happens. <laughs> Be in every day or subscribe, follow for free. Just search Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. We're a five times a week show, all kinds of different hosts. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know your instant reaction to a Damian Lillard trade. Absolutely insane. But joining me, as always, on a Thursday, on a Wednesday right now, host of Lockdown Bulls, what you got for me, Pat the Designer? <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo said, I have no problem being Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And Milwaukee said, not again! <laughs> Please, no. We'll bring magic to you. (laughs) We will bring you magic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about the Blazers and what the Blazers did. Did they do well with the Damian Lillard trade? Was it better than the the trade Miami was offering? We'll talk about Miami. They missed out on Damian Lillard. Now what do they do? Now how do they pivot? We'll talk about Phoenix. Phoenix wedged its way right in there and got rid of their former number one overall pick that they took ahead of Luka Doncic. And we'll talk about what they got. But I want to start here. We got to start with Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, teammates now. What is this Milwaukee Bucks team? I mean, is this the number one team in the NBA now? I think you have to talk about it as the number one team in the league because even though it didn't pan out last season this way, right, the team was still incredibly deep uh, when when you look at it. And I think they still are. I mean, you're still talking about, yes, you have Dame now. Yes, you have Giannis. I think that that changes the aspect of, okay, we don't have anybody who's going to be a consistent three-point shooter on this team. I think now you get to pair that on top of the fact that you still have Brooke Lopez. You still have Bobby Portis. You still look at this Milwaukee bench. And yes, they did send some pieces out, but you still feel like it's one of the better benches in the NBA. I really like this trade for the Milwaukee Bucks side of things. I think that they... I mean, listen, you're you're a little bit more top-heavy than maybe you were before, but realistically, you still have a team that on any given night can lose one of these pieces, and you're still like, oh, no, they're still good. They're still set, right? And, and of course, right, like now, now they got to play the whole, uh, you know, they can't sit anybody. Dame will never sit again, basically, on the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. So we get to see that as well. Well, yeah, the rest rule is gonna is gonna hold. Now he he can't just get shut down anymore, which he wouldn't yeah. anyway. But he misses like the last thirty games of the season just to be shut down. At the end of last season, you and I were so high on this Bucks team, talking oh, about yeah. we we were talking about they're the deepest team, just like top top five or six, and that's usually what you need to win a title. Is you need those top high end rotation players. You need like five or six or seven of them. And I thought that the Bucks had that. The problem yeah. was, and the big problem going into this year, if you listen to Lockdown Bucks and Kane Pittman. They were trying to figure out who who's our point guard. Like who's running the offense right now? Is it just Giannis? Is Chris Middleton? Obviously, Drew Holiday was the guy that they thought was going to do that. And now Drew Holiday goes to the Blazers. We'll talk about his situation and what the Blazers are going to do next. But like this team, all of a sudden, has the guy and the piece that they've been missing because they they just had trouble last year getting buckets when they needed to. They had defense. They have two 
you know, perennial defensive player of the year candidates in Brooke Lopez yep. and Giannis. You've still got, you know, what you can get with, you know, what Chris Middleton can bring, depending on how healthy he is. Like you, you've got that, like you've got that in the paint and you can make up for it around the perimeter a little bit, but now they've got the guy to get him a bucket and to, oh my gosh, I just thought about this to spread the floor for Giannis. Yep. Like imagine Dame Lillard hitting a 30, 35 foot three with Giannis there. Like the amount of gravity he's going to bring to this team is going to open up so much stuff that yes, they're losing a really great defender in Drew Holiday. Th- that hurts really badly. Like that's going to hurt against the, you know, the heats of the, of the world, the, um, you know, playing against, well, <laughs> wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute, not the heat. You could have said any team. Okay. That one. okay. Not the one where he got 107 dropped on his head top in two days. Come okay. on, dog. <laughs> but who's the team that beat them in the playoffs last year? Like the heat. 100%. Hey, don't, don't put it past me. The Dallas hey, Mavericks listen. guy to hate on the Miami heat, but I'm going to give him credit <laughs> for beating them last year in the first round. But so you lose drew holiday. So you don't have that defensive guy on the wing that's elite anymore, but you've got the Chris, an elite. Did Chris Middleton die? You think Chris Middleton's elite defensively on the perimeter I think, right I now? I think he's not a better the, defender than he is as an offensive player. Not the same way that Drew Holiday is, though. Like, and not I think and, I think and not the point of attack as, defender that Drew. Holiday I will is. give you that. Maybe not as good off of the point of attack, but you can't sleep on Chris Middleton as the defender on this team. I think he's one of your better defenders on this team, and he always was. The problem with Chris Middleton was Chris Middleton being on the court. He's. Yeah, he he's gonna have to be now though, because because now you bring in you bring in Lillard, but you just you completely changed your offense, like just completely yeah. changed what it is. Uh, by the way, Fanduel, Milwaukee Bucks now the number one team plus three sixty. They already moved them up. It was Celtics the other day. It was Celtics Nuggets. Now it's Bucks plus three sixty, Nuggets plus four thirty, Celtics plus four eighty. So according to Fanduel, at least they are the favorites. I think they should be because that duo is yeah. the best duo in the NBA now. Uh, I would, I would, ooh. I feel like it. Yeah. I, I can't say no, because I think here's the thing you're talking about to me, Giannis top three defensive player in the NBA, if not the top, right? I mean, how about now let's just you, do top three player in the NBA? Top three player, of course. But I think, right, like when I look at this, I'm pairing that with one of the best offensive players in the league. The thing that we looked at for Giannis last season so much was, hey, not only do you have to be the best defender, you also have to be the best offensive player. Right. You also have to be the, be- the, the, the best guy in the passing lanes. Everything was on Giannis's shoulders. Now it's one of those moments where, yeah, go ahead, build the Giannis wall. Let's see how that works when Dame's standing back there. Don't let him actually stand at the three-point line. <laughs> he could stand 15 feet behind the three-point line and knock it down if you need him to. Team can do you the, just, a team can do the trebuchet thing that they used to do in medieval times where, like, <laughs> you have the big wall and you've got the, the catapults. Pull! And then Dame's You're like, right. Dame's back there and they just shoot like, over the you, top of the wall. You, you literally, by making one move, just destroyed how every team in the NBA played the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't do the Giannis wall anymore. Put it on a Giannis put that on a graphic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can't do the Giannis wall anymore. You just can't. No. Because if you do, you're going to allow one of the best three-point shooters, not only just in the NBA, but arguably in NBA history, right? To be wide open. So now you have to change your defensive style. A lot of teams like to play back. Miami basically just said, you're going to come to us and we're going to let you try and get to the hole. That's the best that you can do. Now you can't play that way anymore. That changes so much. That makes life easier, not only for Damian Lillard, I think, because you kind of got to pick and choose who you want to defend that game, but now also makes life easier for Giannis, who's been dealing with this for, what, five years, six years now? 
since he's been a lead at this? It's amazing just to think about what they're going to look like. They're just going to be so different. Like it's and and now with the new coach too, and Adrian Griffin trying to figure out how to get those guys to play because we can't look yeah. at what we've seen in the past from from Coach Bud coached Bucks teams. Like, oh, that this is what they're going to be. We we don't know. Yeah. It, he could change a whole lot for them. And now bringing Damian Lillard, it, it's all changed for the Milwaukee Bucks. Like this is a completely different team than what we've seen in the past. They still have such a strength up front. And now they have Damian Lillard that's going to, like you said, change the way everybody's going to have to guard them, change the way. Think about a, a Damian Lillard, Giannis pick and roll. Like, yeah, you're two defenders. What de- what decision do you have to make there? Go with a rolling Giannis or stick with a Damian Lillard? Because you can't go under any screen that's set for Damian Lillard. And Giannis is, yeah. a, is a big screen. Plus, you got Brooke Lopez spacing. You got Chris Middleton spacing. And then I think that, yeah. Probably that's where that's what it goes else. to, right? We we've talked about the Giannis to Dame connection, the Brooke Lopez, who's still been an elite spark and defender on this team, Chris Middleton, who I mean, he has his moments, right? Listen, it, you, you guys know how I feel about Chris Middleton. He, he's a he's a great defender, but he'll give you forty and then give you six. So I think that this also takes that part out of his hands, right? He can come out he's and give Bosch you maybe now. a consistent 15, 20. He's Bosch, and you and you love Bosch. I do love Bosch. You love you love who doesn't love like a Bosch. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the the no dunks guys. Like a Bosch. This is incredible. I the Giannis, Giannis and Damian Lillard, that two man game is gonna be so lethal. You're gonna you're gonna you, Giannis has never had a player like this that can space yeah. the floor like this, that can give him the the, the ability to operate like that he's gonna have. And yeah, the Bucks defense is completely different than what we've seen in the past. I'm really interested to see what it looks like. Plus We'll talk about this on the Portland side. I don't think they gave up too much to get him. Drew Holiday, no. uh, a first-round pick in 2029. That that may hurt depending on what, where Giannis is in his career, and Lillard will probably be gone in the NBA by then. And then, you know, un- eh. you get pick swaps in 2028 and 2030. And then they yeah. gave up Grayson Allen. That, that's a depth piece that, that does hurt a little bit. So Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen, it hurts losing those guys' depth pieces. But you gain so much with Damian Lillard. So coming up, let's talk about the Blazers' side of this. What do they get for Damian Lillard? Was it a good enough deal? Was it a bad trade for Damian Lillard? Was it better or worse than the Heat one? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about DoorDash. I I may not be able to go out and get food today, so I may have to just get DoorDash to, to come I'm in. I'm placing and, and, an order right I'm now. Say, let's get on the phone. Let's get DoorDash to bring me food as I stare at my Twitter feed and just going through all the stuff about Damian Lillard. You know that you've used DoorDash in the past for food for getting stuff brought to your door, but you know that they can deliver groceries that actually deliver as well with thousands of grocery stores to choose from. You'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with every order that you make. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back, enjoy quality groceries, just like you pick them yourself. And you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $25 value and use the code locked on NBA. Again, use that code locked on NBA. It's all one word at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees in your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the app store, enter code locked on NBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA, being part of the show, being an everydayer. We appreciate each and every one of you. We've got a daily show for you on your favorite team. We've got Lockdown Bucks. We've got Lockdown Blazers. We've got Lockdown Suns. Lockdown Heat. We've got Lockdown Bulls. That's going to talk about what this means for the Bulls to have Lillard in now there uh, in their division. Who cares about divisions? But. We, they've got that. So find a link in the description of this show, wherever you're listening to it, find the team that covers or the show that covers your team 
every day. All right, Pat, let's talk about the Blazers side of this. You wanted to do heat. I'm, I'm, push, I'm pushing it down. I'm, pu- I'm, I'm, I'm putting my foot down because this may be the last time we talk about the Blazers. Who cares? <laughs> they're young. They're fun. They got this identity now, and now they've got a center. The yeah. Portland Trail Blazers for Damian Lillard get Drew Holiday, who they're probably going to flip, it sounds like, from, from Woj. The Blazers remain engaged elsewhere on deals and are expected to immediately engage contending teams on trade talks to move Drew Holiday. So it sounds like they're going to get more picks for Drew. So you get Drew Holiday. DeAndre Ayton, that's a big one from, from the Suns. I like that. Still a young player. Number one pick and a center. It's something that they really needed. Uh, Mike Richmond of Lockdown Blazers has a graphic that he sends out every once in a while. It says, oops, all guards when it talks about the Blazers. It's like the, cap- <laughs> the Captain Crunch oops, all berries. Uh, they also get the 2029 unprotected Milwaukee first. That could be a really good one because uh, Giannis and Drew Holiday, or Giannis and uh, Damian Lillard will be at the end of their contracts probably at that point. And then they get a couple of swaps with Milwaukee too. And so you're looking at, yeah, Giannis is, Giannis is, that's that's three years after Giannis's contract is done. This unprotected yep. pick comes in twenty twenty, so that's going to be a really good pick for them, probably. Thoughts on what the Blazers did? What do you think about this this haul? Was it better than what the the Heat were offering? The one that we've seen forever, the hero and a bunch of picks and those guys. And what do you think about this offer they got? A hundred percent, because they didn't want Tyler Hero at any point. They would have ended up having to flip Tyler Hero anyway. So that's You're what they're doing about- with Drew Holiday. What's the difference between flipping Drew Holiday and flipping Tyler Hero? The difference in this is you get DeAndre Aiden out of it, and realistically, you put together the team that you kind of wanted always with uh, uh, Damian Lillard, but you get to start it with a younger core. I know we're all down on DeAndre Aiden. I'm not particularly high on DeAndre Aiden after getting shut down by a center that shall remain nameless who was under six. Eight, I believe. How tall was he in there? He basically shutting him down in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Terrible job. Uh, but I think, right, you get to pair that guy up with Shaden Sharp and or Anthony Simons. I think that that's kind of that that big man point guard role that you want to see. And if you want your young fellas to be able to grow, having that big man down there that can go in the paint and be able to dominate is something that you want to see. I think that DeAndre Ayton on a team where he'll get a little bit more opportunity to be the number one, which I think is what he weirdly enough wanted. Um, yeah, he did. I, I think that that will be a better situation for him. You're also putting him next to Jeremy Grant as well, so that maybe you know Jeremy Grant could space the floor for you a little bit more and, and open up things down low. I like what the Blazers did here. If you're going to flip Drew Holiday and try and get some draft capital back, I think that makes a ton of sense for the Portland Trail Blazers because you know you want to go with your young guards in this situation or maybe even flipping one of your young guards and keeping Drew Holiday. Either way you want to go, Portland has a ton of options here. I like this trade for Portland. Yes, they don't get the draft capital that maybe they wanted from Damian Lillard as a whole, but I do think that you got a really nice piece to build around, and you already had some really nice young pieces on this team yeah. as well. Yeah, the the Aiton piece, Aiton with Jeremy Grant, then you've got Scoot and Shaden Sharp, yeah. Anthony Simons, Matisse Thibel. Like they, this, already, this is already a really nice collection of, of young guys that fit together and actually make sense, so yeah. And then whatever you get for Drew Holiday, then all of a sudden, you, can you use those assets and whatever you, whatever else? The, maybe you take the Milwaukee one and you, then you turn it into something that can help them in a couple years because this is now Scoot's team, right? As much as you want to say, hey, Aiton gets a, an opportunity to have a bigger role, Scoot's team now, right? Now you move on yeah. to this next stage in, you know, in the, like, in this Blazers era. Like, now it's the post-Dame era. We have to figure out what it is. You can listen to Lockdown Blazers to hear more about that, but... 
I don't know if, if, if Miami was going to put all, it doesn't seem like Miami was ever going to put all the stuff on, but I think if Miami had given all the stuff, I think if I'm the Blazers, I take that instead. I think I take the Jovic Here's and the thing, Jaime Hawkins and make- three, three picks instead of, cause now they get one pick and two swaps and then maybe they get more for Drew Holiday. I guess, I guess, right. I guess their, their bet is we get more stuff for Drew Holiday than we would for Tyler Hero. And and you can. And I think here's the thing. Your your bet right now is that one of these young guys is going to take a step and you want to make that transition as easy as possible. That's really what you're going for here. And you also know, listen, we've talked about Portland a ton. No one's going to Portland. Right. This is why Damian Lillard is leaving Portland. Nobody's going to Portland. You have to have one of your young guys hit in this situation for you to be able to be successful and talk about a team that could be a perennial playoff team. Maybe a team that makes a run to a final someday. You have to have these young guys hit because the only way that Portland's going to be able to get that talent here is through that development. You make that job as easy as possible for John C. Billups out there. And I think by bringing in guys who are already already have that veteran presence, when you talk about DeAndre Ayton and him having a bigger role. I mean, he's your number two on this team. If any, if not your number one, he's your number two for sure on this team. If your hope is that Shaden Sharp is your next Dame, that's the best option you have right now. You don't. You well, had no option with Tyler as a number two or Jovich or Jaime Hawkins. You didn't have to say it like that. I always say it like that because that's what held up the trade. We can't get rid of Jaime Hawkins. If he sticks his leg up on a barrel, he's selling rum down in the Caribbean, bro. Like, come on. Like, we're not doing this, He's the Taylor Horton Tucker of his his time. Come on, dog. What are we talking about here? It's Scoot. It's Anthony Simons. And then it's probably Aiton to me. I think he's still third on on the list as far as, like, a go-to offensive guy. (sighs) I don't know if he's getting exactly what he wants. Maybe him and Chauncey Billups work better than – Aiton and you know what Monty Williams did. Frank Bogle was yeah. brought in to to cool down the relationship with with Aiton. Apparently that either didn't work. It didn't or, work. Or, yeah, <laughs> they, just, they punted on that idea. So uh, that was that isn't going to work. We'll talk about the Suns and what it means for them. But yeah, I, I like this group of of Blazers. All of a sudden, I think that this is a this is a good group. I think that they've got their star in Scoot, and I think that he'll yeah. And then he's got complimentary pieces in Simons, Aiton, whatever Shaden Sharp becomes, Jeremy Grant already like. That's a team you kind of don't want to face on a night-to-night basis because one of those and guys. And you finally just go got off. rid of Nurkic. <laughs> Can we talk about addition by subtraction? <laughs> They've been trying to get rid of Nurkic for four years now. <laughs> it's really, I mean, their whole team is gone now. L- Lillard, CJ McCollum, Nurkic, yeah. like that whole group is now gone. And the Blazers really move on, and I'm happy for Blazers fans. Like th- this yeah, is, I, I think it's a this good is group a good to deal. move on. It's a good group to move on from. No, 100%. I think this is a good deal. I like this deal for the Blazers. I think that the Blazers... I, I've, I've said this for a while. Even if Dame remained there, I think that there was going to be a deal that gets done eventually. But I like this young core for the Blazers. Even And here's the thing, right? A Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simon, you're not keeping all of them. Right? Like no, they're yeah, all 6'3", 6'2", 6'1". You're not keeping all of them. So now you can get one of those young guys maybe with a little bit of hope flip that guy as well, maybe bring somebody back who's more of a veteran presence. It changes things. I don't think the Blazers are done here by any means. Coming up, speaking of not being done, the Miami Heat did not get well. Damian Lillard. The Suns <laughs> the Suns now uh, got in on this too, and they send out DeAndre Ayton. Let's talk about what those teams look like now coming up. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA. 
Tomorrow's show, Wes Goldberg and Adam Mares will be talking about probably this trade even more. So you'll have more of that to, to look forward to. Again, check out the local Lockdown NBA shows. The link in the description to find your team every day. All right, Pat. We got to talk about the, the Miami Heat now because the Miami Heat lose out. We'll talk about the Suns as well. But the Miami Heat lose out on Damian Lillard. And was this just Pat Riley overplaying his hand? Remember when I said um, at the start of this that we've now gone four or five, six years of Pat Riley talking about deals that haven't gotten done and we, we need to start having go. the conversation on go. Pat Riley overplaying his hand? I remember go. that? And everybody was like, did he say that Pat Riley's not a magician as a GM? Oh, we've seen him do so. He's turned Here this team go. into. What are y'all talking about? Do we know that? That, that was the last report this that I the, heard. This is the thing that I That was the last report that I heard. This that, is the that thing that they I... They weren't willing to part from Jaime Hockett. This is the thing that I can't stand about today's NBA media, is we know so much, but we don't know <laughs> if any of it is really true at all, right? Like, well, you, listen, like how can you possibly know that Jaime is, was the guy that held it up? We don't know if they what? even offered him. We don't know if what, they what? offered Jovic. We don't know if they offered all the picks. Like, we, I, I don't think we know everything. Well, they only about, had two picks to offer. Miami we, only controlled its next two picks. Do we and know they, they offered, offered pick them? swaps? That, the, listen, I can only go off of what's reported. I'm not in the building. I don't sit with Pat Riley there. But these guys who do sit in these buildings that are, you know, talking to the, to the, the uh, uh, higher ups all the time are reporting that Miami put the trade package out there. Portland said it wasn't enough. You want to know why Portland said it wasn't enough? Because the NBA's done just bowing its head to Lord Riley anytime he makes a demand and is too unwilling to move off of a trade. Yet, like, listen, it, it is what it is. And you really didn't have what you needed to make the trade in the first place. If Miami had pulled off any sort of trade of what they were going to send to Portland, Portland lost. I, any, any, what player were you sending that made you feel good about the Damian Lillard trade with Dame going to Portland, or makes you I feel get, better than DeAndre Ayton? Because that's the that's the one player they got from this that they're not looking to shop on. None of it, none of it. What I get, I get future picks on a on. It, it's their next two picks. They're going to be good. Those are the two picks that they have control of. So Miami's still going to be a good basketball team. I don't want those picks. And then I get pick swaps later on. Okay, I, I'm fine. I'm good. Now Miami. Now you look at Miami, though, and it's Bam, it's Jimmy Butler, it's Caleb Martin, still have Tyler Hero. You were trying to trade him all summer, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen unless they swing something else for him. Whatever is left I, of Kyle Lowry and, and Kevin Love. Uh, can Jovic and Jaime, Jaime Hawkes be anything? Jaime Hawkes. Can they? Whatever's left of Kyle Lowry is wild. I thought the I thought the Jaime Hawkes name <laughs> talk was disrespectful. Kyle, That's crazy. Kyle Lowry is on the list of players that the Mavericks didn't get and lost out on that ended up being worse than they than they thought they were going to be. Like the, that list of of like De'Aaron, uh, uh, Darren Williams and Dwight Howard and like Carmelo yeah. like is so long. The one thing you know about uh, Kyle Lowry, he's always into the thick of it. So, you know, he's you, you got to keep him around. He keeps it on the down low. He keeps it. What is this, what is this team now, though? Where do they pivot to now? Because this team is worse than it was last year. I think you have to start looking around for for consolation pieces if you if you actually want to go out and compete, right? Like 
I don't know if maybe the Bulls are. Hold we on. heard Do the I Bulls have... were linked to Tyler Hero. We heard the Nets were linked to Tyler Hero. You know, like I, I think you have to start look going out and looking for your consolation piece. Because here's the one thing you do know for a fact: Jimmy Butler can get you to the finals with anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the one thing that you do know you still have jimmy you still have bam all is not lost but you do not have a major piece down in miami the people that i think is this is going to hit the hardest is uh now 2k has to redo all of their voiceovers for <laughs> damian lillard because damian lillard was still on the portland team and literally the announcers were like dame requested this trade to south beach for a while while you're playing portland dame's been requesting this trade to south beach wanted to pair up with jimmy butler we all knew that this was coming and we're glad that it finally got done like literally they're talking Kev about him in south beach tevin harlan's got work to do <laughs> the the idea that i'm i've requested a trade to south beach and then you end up in milwaukee like all the all the respect to milwaukee and wisconsin and and the cheese curds and everything that's yeah. that's a different that's, that's a, a different that's a different outcome than you expected as a, that's a very different outcome I mean, listen it's cold <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. Dave. And there's lots of beer up there, which it's cold. There's lots of beer, but Dame's a wine drinker. Dame's a big wine guy. Not a, not a lot of wine in yeah, Milwaukee. Th this Heat team, they've got to pivot onto something else now. I, I don't know how how could the relationship with Tyler Hero be good now, right? After you just well, try to trade still, him. Or I think you're still moving Hero. I think you still move Hero to try and and probably to some of the teams that were linked. I think Utah was even linked in there as well. You're trying to move Hero to try and bring back a ancillary piece, but you're probably giving up now hero and your pick uh, one of your two picks because you know, they know you're desperate now. They know that you're looking at a, what is he? 34 year old Jimmy Butler at this point. And you're saying that's our best chance to win a finals. We're just trying to give him pieces to surround around him. Maybe that means trading with the bulls for a DeMar DeRozan, the nets for a miles. Uh, uh, um, why can't I think of a boy name all of a sudden bridges. Bridges, thank you. There's two and, of them. Uh, you gotta, hey, you got to say the right one. That's the thing. You got to say the right one. <laughs> Charlotte one is crazy right now. Uh, or maybe hey, you right. You did say Miles Bridges. It's Mikhail Bridges, by the Mikhail way. Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, Jeez, you, you, you know what I'm you saying. You did say the wrong one. I was like, wait, <sighs> Dang Miles? It. Dang it. When you first uh, said or, Miles, I was like, Plumley. <laughs> Or you're, or you're or you're looking to uh, Utah maybe for Jordan Clarkson or maybe some magical Lowry Markinen bring him down oh. to my I don't know I just don't know. Yeah, the Heat the Heat now pivot and we'll see what happens because to me I think they only have like three or four like high level rotation players which is not not a place that you want to be at uh, I know that as a Dallas Mavericks coverer. Uh, all right, the the Phoenix Suns snuck their way into this. We knew the relationship with DeAndre Ayton wasn't good, and we thought maybe it was just Monty Williams. Frank Vogel was brought in to be somebody that, like, all right, let's fix the relationship with Ayton because it seems like they're going to need him with yeah. Beal, Booker, and and Durant to be their core. Now they move on from him, and they get Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nas Little, and Keon Johnson. So they get some depth. They get wing depth. Grayson Allen should be good for them. He may start for them. He's probably better than, than Katie Bates' job or whoever else they were going to start in that spot. Uh, and then, and then not, and then Nurkic is now their starting center, probably. From Jimmy Butler's Instagram. Oh, here we go. I have to oh, speak here on we this. The quote: "The NBA man, y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. You didn't hear it from me, but I heard it from somebody." 
Do they need to look into tampering? Do they, do they, Jimmy? Do you think that that's a rampant <laughs> thing that, that happens in the NBA? Goodness. Like what it, it, you mean like tampering? Well, like Damian Lillard playing uh, Miami by Will Smith on his Instagram page. What are we talking about? Got to look into tampering. Of course it happens all the time. Also, is He's, it also there's, <laughs> there's a thing here. It's not tampering. If, a team allows a player to go talk to another team or, or allows yeah. somebody to, so like there could be all kinds of things in this. Like, I, man, I don't know about, about all that with, with tampering. Like we're in trade. Like, well, okay. First of all, what would they tamper to do? They had, they still had to trade them. The two teams still have to agree on it. Unless there's yeah, some man. under the table stuff. Like the Jackie moon gets traded for like a washing machine. They're like, all right, we're, we're going to send you some extra <laughs> stuff. Like we'll send you a brewery equipment. Like we'll send you uh, Bango, the mascot, like we'll send, we'll send you a they're bunch send, of stuff on top curds. of it. Under the ta- curds. We're going to pay you under the table in cheese curds. Like, okay, you'll take this offer from us, but also we'll give you this stuff off the books. Like what, what kind of tampering can there be with a, a trade? Well, I mean, listen, as a uh, Chicago bulls fan, well, no, because it did, it wasn't quick. I was going to say when the bulls traded for Lonzo, the tampering was because they said the deal came in so quickly. This wasn't quick. I don't know it's what open. they would be. It's been open. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they, there would was be, a trade during uh, the NBA finals. Yeah, well, there, we've had, we could have had trades this whole time. Like yeah. get out of here with the, the tampering thing. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't know what he would be insinuating is tampering. Maybe now he does have like that Jimmy sly look where it's like, he might like how joking. he like how he showed up with the really long dreads at media day. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like, he's like he might be joking, but I hey, listen, that's interesting. That's interesting. Jimmy Butler's saying the Milwaukee Bucks tampered in this deal. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Jimmy. If the Bucks basically just said we'll offer you uh, more than pick swaps, they had the better deal. Like, I don't know what you wanted at the end of the day here. What do you think about the Suns, though? What do you think about what they got now with Nurkic and Grayson out? To me, I, I think they're worse than they were before. But they are deeper. They've got more shots. At, like, they just need some shots at it. They need at least they need yeah. at least three or four of these guys. Your Nas Littles, your Kata Bates Jop, your Yuta Wananabe. Like, you need at least two yeah. or three of these guys to be good. So maybe they get more shots at it. I think going from Aiton to Nurkic is like, that's a big downgrade. Offensively, you're, you've got some extra stuff. Nurkic is a better passer and can do some things. But defensively, like, phew. Well, that was a rough watch in, in Portland last year. Your question with Nurkic is health, right? It, it's it's the same question. It is not, that it's not even been. it's not even that to me though. Like it's his feet on defense. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you <laughs> this is the Phoenix Suns philosophy. We will outscore everyone, and uh, we don't care, <laughs> right? Or maybe this is the Suns. Here's here's the here's maybe a uh, a sneaky one on here. Are the Suns finally going to give Bol Bol the chance that he's been? Oh, waiting on? here we go. Do you not go starting uh, starting center number eleven? Bowl here, bowl. Here are their players over the over the height of six nine. Kevin Durant, Bowl Bowl, and Nurkic. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Udoka Azubuki is on a two way. That's it. Everybody else is six nine and under. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I like six Nurkic. nine or less. <laughs> I like Nurkic. I'd give Bowl Bowl a shot. Six point nine <laughs> seconds or less. Because it's that nice. <laughs> It's it's I I'd give Bol Bol a shot here. Yo, what do you got to lose? You, you, no matter what, you have question marks at your center position. Here's the thing: before this trade went down, you had question marks at your center position. If he, if he liked the team, you didn't have question marks with him on the court. Who? Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. You knew what he was. You you knew that you knew he was at a certain level with with Nurkic. Like I'm not I'm not sure he's coming in and 
I don't know if that I don't see that I, as a I, good move. I, I don't I I don't think that Aiton wasn't a question last year. They like made the, the finals with him were, as the as the starting center. Well, yeah, they they did. Well, yeah, they didn't well, last yeah. year. Well, yeah, they <laughs> listen. They didn't last year. No, but they made the second round and it <laughs> were fine. And like he, he and, couldn't guard. In fact, the year before that, when literally all you guys, all they needed was DeAndre Ayton to have a game. He gets shut down by people that are much smaller than him. Well, and so the yeah, Dallas they they yeah, bring I mean, in like, Be- they bring in Beal, and now he's the answer to when you can't get anything going offensively with Aiton. You bring in Beal, and that's the guy you could do that with. My question now is, they couldn't stop Jokic before. Who's gonna who's coming in and even trying to stop Jokic? It's his his old friend Nurkic, who he started over, and Nurkic got mad at him <laughs> back in yeah. Denver, and like it's a it's Kevin Durant or Bol Bol. Yeah. Like that's who you're looking at with this. I mean. There's not a lot of size on this team all of a sudden. I just I, I think the same question marks you had the entire time you still have because we we didn't know how Aiden fit in with this team. We knew Beal was gonna see shots. We he knew was Durant gonna play. was gonna see shots. We knew Booker was gonna see shots. We knew if he's... all we're doing is if all we're doing is asking for DeAndre Aiden to go down there, stand there, and grab rebounds when they miss, then you did the right thing by trading DeAndre Aiden. If we're asking DeAndre Ayton to be a scorer, to be an actual part of the offense, that's a very different situation. But I don't think on this team you were asking him that. He at least could bring the things that they need. Defense, rebounding, can play at least like 30 to 34 minutes a night. I'm not sure you're doing that with Nurkic. Like, I think there's more questions now at center than what we had before with this team. So there's a lot. You can go listen to Locked on Suns. Maybe they're much higher on it than I am. It seemed like they were were questionable about a Nurkic for – uh, eight and trade <laughs> at a certain point, but they get great grace. Now and Nas little Keon Johnson, like that's good depth for them on the wings. They've got, a, they've got a lot of wings now. I think, I think that's a good move for them, but all of a sudden up front at center, like got kind of nothing <laughs> at that point, at least to me. So there you go. Go find all the other, all the other shows, lots of stuff on locked on bucks, locked on blazers, locked on heat, all co- locked on suns guys. Thanks so much for listening to locked on NBA. Bye bang. Boom.